From Cap Street to the world, this is BFF.FM. What's up, my friend? Good afternoon on this Monday afternoon in September. Coming at you from the San Francisco Bay Area, technically Oakland now, where I just moved, which is pretty exciting. And um, I love that we can all do our episodes from wherever. BFF is working on setting up um, some recording at the San Francisco Ferry Building, which is super exciting. And I just love BFF.FM as an independent nonprofit media platform. And because we're internet radio, we don't have to follow FCC guidelines. So that means we can play whatever we want and share a lot of music that will not get played on mainstream radio. And for me, in the course of my show, Nightlight Radio, I've really, really loved getting to explore music from all different cultures and countries and hearing the perspectives of, um, of various people in their own words. So I've had a few episodes themed people power. Um, I'm, I've got to clean up my website a little bit. You can go back to the archives on BFF.FM anytime to play back my old episodes. Um, but I had to take we had to take the shows off of iTunes podcasts. So if you're an iTunes podcast listener, sorry. Um, but you can always hit me up if you want a special list of other sources where you can listen. And there are other um, podcast platforms where you can still hear Nightlight Radio. So those links are at mizprism.com, M-Z-P-R-I-Z-M.com. Um, it's been an intense week and I'm really glad to have this show as a, a way of connecting and sharing not only music, but I can you know share a few words. Uh, I like to share at the beginning of the episode and then kind of just flow through the music for the rest of it. So. Right now, I've got a few things on my mind. Um, sadly, the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, which is at the top of all of our minds right now. Uh, she lived a heroic and powerful life, champion for women's rights. And it is just scary that potentially Donald Trump could um, appoint a new justice, which would be against her dying wishes, her most fervent wish. Um, so, Here's hoping and praying that um, her wish gets respected and we get to elect Joe Biden. Please go out and vote for Joe Biden, even if we're in California and maybe it feels like our vote doesn't matter that much. Like this year, it matters. Every vote counts, it gets counted. So we wanna show up and show up for what we believe in, um, which is anti-Donald Trump. So. Um, just wanted to put that out there. And before we keep going with the episode, one uh, quote that I really like from RBG, Notorious RBG, as people like to call her. Um, I want to watch that Netflix documentary on her, but uh, have not watched it yet. But this quote from Ruth, if you want to be a true professional, you will do something outside yourself. Something to repair tears in your community. Something to make life a little better for people less fortunate than you. That's what I think a meaningful life is. Living not for oneself, but for one's community. End quote. That's super meaningful. Um, I think that BFF.FM is a good representation of uh, bringing the community together. So I'm proud to be a part of this station and I'm grateful for you for tuning in and listening. Please do share this with a friend. Check out the other shows on our station. The one right after this one is from our fearless founder, Amanda, Cosmic Amanda. And the show before mine is from the amazing DJ, DJ Katsanova. And he, both of those shows have a good eclectic mix. Um, so yeah, just explore the station. Uh, and so today's theme is sort of a loose theme, but there's a lot of good new music out that I just want to share. I think that's what radio is all about, um, especially from some lesser known artists. So, uh, but (laughs) 
As always on Nightlight Radio, it gets a little eclectic too, and I did happen to notice that Stevie Nicks of Fleetwood Mac just released a new recording um, of a classic song, Gypsy. Um, so this is a live recording, and I'm gonna throw it in at the end. Um, so stay tuned for that, and there's a lot of fun stuff in the meantime, and uh, I think you're gonna enjoy it. So it's episode 110 here on Nightlight Radio. And I'm your host, Ms. Prism, always reminding us that music is kind of like a sound rainbow and we're all kind of like prisms. So we absorb it on in and then we go out in the world and we're just reflecting out, shining our light. Uh, So what I want to always remember is that's like an active experience, like what I'm perceiving and what I'm sharing um, I can be conscious about it and try to, you know, make it beautiful in the way that uh, is beautiful to me. Um, so just following my heart. <laughs> um, okay. And along the lines of Stevie Nicks here, I just wanted to share uh, a quote that she put out, um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. So this is the words of Stevie Nicks. She was my hero. She fought for me and all women. I feel today very much like I felt on the night my own mother died. I feel like someone punched me in the stomach. My tears have not stopped since a friend tiptoed into my room and said, Stevie, Ruth died. No need for a last name. I so believed that she would live for a few more years. I wanted to meet her. I wanted to hold her hand and give her a huge hug and thank her for all she had done for women and all for all she would continue to do. If I lived in Washington, D.C., this is Stevie Nicks talking, I would be standing on the steps of the Supreme Court with as many long-stemmed red roses as I could hold and a candle. I will light that white candle here at my house right now, and I will go find the most beautiful rose in my backyard. It is my great regret that I did not make the effort to go and try to meet her. As with all legends, you think they will live forever, so you will get there in time. I did not get to meet her. I did not get to stand in her grace. What a loss. She was a political rock star. As a two-time Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee, the first female to be inducted twice compared to 22 men having been inducted twice, I, Stevie Nicks, induct Ruth Bader Ginsburg into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame of life. She was our girl, our champion, our finest example. She was Ruth. So that's that's from Stevie Nicks and an inspiration in herself. And I I really liked her words and wanted to pass them along here on Nightlight Radio to you. So uh, maybe you have a candle at home that you can light or some other ritual that you like to do when you know, sad news comes to pass and you want to pay honor and tribute to it in whatever way, you know, speaks to your heart. Um, And I think it was cool to get that message through social media um, because that is a great way to stay connected and inspired. But, you know, on the flip side, social media just has such a dark side. I just finished watching the documentary on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. And I feel like we see the dark side of social media. There's that black mirror episode where like social currency is visible in real life. And like you can ding people's social status. And then like you have to have a certain number of stars to live in like the nice apartment communities. And if you, you know, have such a low score, you basically become like banned from everything. And, uh, You know, that's scary, but I think what's scary is that we all feel like life is becoming more and more like a Black Mirror episode. With fake news proliferating, you know, the results of the last election, which from my perspective, um, I really thought Hillary Clinton was going to win. I felt misled by the New York Times, which was my primary source of news. Um, And it just shows how, like... These platforms want our attention. We we understand that. And so they're serving us up what we're going to keep clicking on and what's going to make us most engaged. And 
So this documentary, Social Dilemma, is really uh, great to see because it helps spell all, all of this stuff out and brings a lot of big names um, from people who used to work at these tech giants like Google and Facebook and Pinterest and more. Um, and a lot of them, you know, are repenting for the choices that they had been making, like the guy who was in charge of monetization for Facebook. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, I mean, these companies are the most powerful and rich that the world has ever seen, ever. And uh, one woman in the documentary points out, like, that these companies are trading in human futures in that they're trying to influence our behavior to make us perform certain actions that various companies are bidding on. So we have become the product. Our actions, our thoughts, our choices, how much time we're spending on these apps, companies are paying for that. We are the cow that is, you know, just giving our attention like a cow gives milk for its whole life. We are the tree that gets chopped down. Um, and we're more profitable as a human when we are scrolling on our screen, making money for whatever we're scrolling on. Um, social media is kind of the most insidious because it preys on our instinctual uh, urge to connect with others. That's just like biological, you know, wanting to be in community. That's why like, you know, if we're looking at our phones, a notification that probably would get our attention the most is like, Carolyn, you've been tagged in a photo by your friend. And then, I mean, that's just like, I've got to see what that is. It's going out into the community. Like, that's hard to resist. Um, and so we have seen just the power of this. Um, I know for myself, the first social media I got was, it was MySpace um, in high school and towards the end of high school managed to get onto Facebook because um, early on it was locked behind, like you had to have a university email address to be on Facebook. But even MySpace was just like a crazy place, you know, Tila Tequila, like rose to stardom on MySpace. And, um, you know, we could customize our profiles, like put sparkly backgrounds, add music. Um, it was a whole thing. And even a little bit before MySpace was AOL Instant Messenger. And a lot of us had a thing called a sub profile. And a sub profile was like where you could say stuff about yourself and even code in like colors and little games, like quizzes and stuff like that. And I really liked um, getting to learn about how I could express myself digitally and how to use like code to be more expressive on a platform that had certain limitations um, on a base level. So I'm grateful for that early um, introduction to like digital digital coding. Um, and, but yeah, just, especially for the teenagers now, um, like the generation that got social media in junior high, like that's so young. I'm really glad I didn't have such social media at such a young age because um, it just gets in my it gets in my head I, I feel like I feel like I know better yet at the same time I still get sucked in by the same things like but that's because these companies are working as hard as they can to keep us addicted to our technology um, and clicking 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 especially this year for me oh my gosh just because we're Kind of on isolation mode um with lockdown and everything shelter in place it's just really shifted the way um that i spend my time and the ways in which i connect and have fun so um like that's that's fascinating and kind of scary that my social connections are controlled by for-profit companies um but I'm also grateful for the chance to connect. So it's like a double-edged sword, you know? Um, I kind of stopped sharing on Instagram, both on my Ms. Prism account and my personal account, because it just felt very overwhelming. Um, and like, I realized like, yeah, my I just was really obsessed with Instagram. It would be like, oh, what am I gonna share? Like, am I gonna share? And um, even like, yeah, with Ruth Bader Ginsburg passing away, you know, there's social media, 
everywhere and people getting criticized for their posts and praised for their posts. And it's just like, it's just too much for me. Um, I love to share through this show. It feels like a safe place and I like being able to speak and letting it flow. Um, so, uh, but I want to use social media to get more people to know about my show. It's, again, it's like, it, I don't know. I'm trying to just follow my heart and uh, put my time put my time where it feels right. So um, I wanted to share about The Social Dilemma because if you haven't seen it yet, go watch it or you know read about it at least. I think a lot of it is like, yeah, stuff that we know, but it is fascinating to hear um, the tech workers who helped build these things to hear their perspective, I think is powerful. Um, and uh, what's kind of the scariest to me is that an MIT study figured out that on Twitter, fake information, fake news, like conspiracy theory stuff, spreads, yeah, six times faster on Twitter than regular news. So Tristan Harris, he uh, says, what is the world gonna look like? in a place where misinformation spreads six times faster than real news. Like, I mean, our brains are not evolving. Technology is evolving. We can't keep up. Like, we're screwed <laughs> um, on some level. But we just, to me, being aware of all of this is the first step in the right direction. On a human level, like our brains, I mean, they're incredible and on a deep level, what we crave are these feel-good chemicals and it leads to compulsive and repetitive behaviors, impulsive behaviors, and you know, our brains self-regulate and that's what leads to the compulsive, um, addictive type of behavior where we want more. Like if we're shopping, like we just wanna keep shopping, we wanna buy something bigger. You know, if we're gambling, we just want to keep doing it and gamble more and like get that excitement rush, you know, keep sharing, keep getting likes, like keep taking pictures. Like it's just, it's just a cycle that, that can go out of control. Um, I feel like I'm uh, grateful to be aware of that pattern. I, I studied psychology in college and I, I loved learning about that. I still love learning about the mind. And in my own life, I've certainly struggled with addiction and I'm really glad to have conquered some of that. And, but what it shows me is that, yeah, our, my brain and like all of our human brains, we just want these feel good chemicals one way or another. So trying to learn how to satisfy ourselves in healthy ways is like, oh, pretty important. <laughs> um, and I think that also can help give us compassion for like when we go into the scroll hole, you know, just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. It's like the, the, the platforms that we're using are, are truly giving us what, what it's going to take to just keep us stuck there. And so instead of beating ourselves up when we're, when we go down a scroll hole, it's like, you know, we're just human. Like we're just a human. And these, these things are powerful. So we can give ourselves a break and, you know, just try to approach this with love instead of like rigidity and dogma um, and try to look for sources of positive connection, like picking up the phone and talking to someone um, instead of staring at the screen so much and using social media as a way of like this low level kind of fake connection, not fake, not fake. It's, you know, can still be really real, but um, where a company is like really profiting off everything you look at and also learning from every action that you take so that it can become even more addictive for you personally because of the algorithms. Like you can think to yourself, um, this is an example from the documentary, like, okay, sugar is something that humans, we love, we get that sugar rush. It's just mm, tasty, like satisfies our craving. Um, but like, yeah, we can, we can go overboard on sugar just like anything else. And like, would you just keep cookies in your pocket all day so that you could like take a bite of cookie at any second? Like every time you feel a craving, you just pop it in your mouth, like, num, num, num. no. And much less would you have like 
the cookies like so that they randomly vibrate against your leg throughout the day randomly to remind you that they're there in case you know you want it they want you to eat more cookies and so it's crazy so the more things we can turn off on our phone notification wise the better i think i use social media for work i do marketing um so i'm a little bit trapped in that bubble but um, I definitely turn off a lot of notifications and uh, do my best um, to keep it to keep it chill because I can get sucked in, believe me. And yeah, I mean, this misinformation has huge, horrible repercussions in developing countries, in uh, politics, violence. It's just, oh my God. And we think that it's like we get into our own echo chamber and so then we become polarized and um, it freaks me out to be honest. And uh, anyways, I'm glad that uh, I can share this with you and that you're, you're listening. I'm curious what you think too. Please feel free to email me through MsPrism.com. Um, you can hit me up on social. I, I, do, I do go in there sometimes. And let's see. I think if there's anything else I want to share on this intro, I know I'm babbling for a long time, but it just is what it is. So, um, yeah, I guess ultimately, like for me, uh, kind of like spiritual experiences are an antidote to, um, being trapped in the cycle of like compulsion and then satisfying cravings, which is, you know, part of being a human. And those cravings keep us alive. Like if we crave food, maybe we're hungry. Like that's that's there to help us, you know, but it can warp out of control. So um, kind of like stepping outside of my human self and seeing like the magic in nature and the magic in human connection in petting a cat or a dog, seeing a rainbow, listening to music, smelling a good smelling candle, um, enjoying memories, um, anticipating the future even. Um, but uh, those, it's like, how many ways can I add moments of awe and delight into my life that feel authentic to me? Um, and that's just a journey that is my life. And, um, can be kind of hard and depressing in this year to find those moments and you know lots of change not everything goes perfectly and you know life can be really painful but even in the pain can I still can I still thrive and can I thank the pain for showing me what it's like to be a human and that's where I'm at these days so um I know that all I really have is today and you know, tomorrow's never a guarantee. Even today, who knows? Like a freak accident could happen. I could die today. Like that's the fact of every day. And or people that I love, that could happen to them. And so how can I try to just spend my time in like whatever way seems like what I gotta do. So um, today I'm sharing this episode and excited to share this new music. Uh, you can always find the track list on the bff.fm website and a Spotify playlist for all the songs so that you can check out the creative artists who create this wonderful music and be inspired by their artistic journeys and maybe even inspired to dance or just enjoy, enjoy music. It's truly magical. Um, very grateful for music every single day. So, um, all right. I'm just wishing you lots of love for this next rest of the hour and I'll pop in to tell you what you're listening to. Um, so we're just gonna let the rest of the song play out and this is called Himalayan, the ELO remix from Emancipator. And it's a whole eclectic ride ahead. So just keep on rocking with me and thank you again for tuning in. All right, much love.
that track you just heard was Getting There From Here with Todd Edwards, the Miami Horror and Lazy Wax remix from Poolside. Also played Poolside for you last week. Such good summer music. Um, And before that, we heard another new track called Peaceful Groove by Teen Days. And you may have heard there were songs playing in the background for the whole opening. We heard Elderbrook, then Big Wild, a song from Pussy Riot, Tosh Sultana, uh, a new one from Blood Orange, and a song from Grimes, um, who I've been thinking about a lot because of her ex, uh, her baby daddy, Elon Musk, and his company, Neuralink. And the point of Neuralink is to help human brains interface more quickly with computers, which is pretty crazy. So we're halfway through the episode now, and I got some good tracks for you coming up. Um, We have next a song, Not About You, featuring Hadia George, the KDA Legacy remix, and that is by Honey Dijon followed by Never Enough Radio Edit from Roisin Murphy, who I also love to play for you. And that is also from Boris Lugash. Not sure how to say his last name. And after that, we'll hear Fantasy from Starfucker. So you're listening to BFF.fm Nightlight Radio, and I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode 110. Enjoy. From Cap Street to the world, this is BFF.FM. Five, four, three, two, one, you better give it up now or you're gonna be done. Mm. It's about, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a
good that track is lonely nights a new one from leisure and before that we heard jamila woods sula hardcover and yeah it's been an awesome journey today um for the tracks yes in the beginning that were a little softer in the background be sure to head over to the spotify playlist to enjoy all of those or find the track list and just look them up um yeah i think this whole episode is pretty much brand new music except for one track from Grimes and this next one is technically a new release but it's an old song. Um, Our last song to play us out today is Gypsy from Stevie Nicks from Fleetwood Mac. So we got to hear her quote in the beginning about Ruth Bader Ginsburg and yeah I'm appreciative this week of having this chance to just reflect a little and enjoy some of this new music and share it on out. Um, I have more new music ahead in future forthcoming episodes. And if you didn't get to hear episode 108, that was the Ganesha themed episode. And I have been listening to that playlist a lot. I got to tell you, Um, really feeling the Ganesha vibes. That's the Hindu deity that is, has the head of an elephant and it's a fun playlist. And yeah, the week before that was Soundscapes, as well as two weeks before that. It was another Soundscapes episode, really chill. Lots of nature sounds mixed in and fires crackling and frogs ribbiting. Those were really fun to make. And in the middle of those, we had the booty episode. So if you haven't heard that, get ready. You should definitely hear it. All right, sending you much love for the week ahead, and I hope you tune in again. All right, much love. So I'm back to the velvet underground.